and welcome to Stories for Wonderful Children. I'm Dan Wendelin, your host and storyteller. Years ago, I began recording the bedtime stories I told my children every night. Now, I'd like to share those stories with you. I hope you enjoy my Stories for Wonderful Children. When I was Aunt Abrin tell a story, and the story was this. Well, said Abrin, it was quite an exciting year in the Dragonlands. She picked up her cup of tea that Wenella's mother had made for her and took a sip. I'm not really sure where to begin, she said. There were so many exciting adventures. Begin? On your first day in the Dragonlands, or your first adventure, said Winella. Tell us, where did you live, and, and what did you see, and what did you do? Her Aunt Auburn smiled. She said, that's a tall order, but I guess I could tell you about my very first day in the Dragonlands, and how I came to live with Priscilla. Who's Priscilla? said Winella. Auburn smiled and said, perhaps you're right. Perhaps I should start at the beginning. I arrived in Dragonlands board my flying surfboard that you saw me use earlier. I arrived and I flew down into the main city of the Dragonlands. The main city of the Dragonlands is called New Camelot. New Camelot? Mm -hmm. She said, the dragons built it and it is a city unlike any other. It is surrounded by a moat that is as wide as river, and there are no bridges across it, because the dragons do not need them. They simply fly in and out of the city. So it was a good thing that I had my flying surfboard with me. She said, I circled down to land in the middle of the park that is at the center of the city. Many cities have a castle at the center, but castles are for kings, and dragons have no king. Dragons rule themselves and they decide things by a dragon moot, which is where all of the dragons that want to get together for a meeting, and they have votes to decide what they will do about this issue or that issue, like who will guard the edge of the dragon lands and who will take care of young dragons and who will go as a messenger to the goblins, those sorts of things. So, with no need for a castle, the center of New Camelot is filled with the most beautiful gardens you've ever seen in your life. I landed. There were a number of dragons all about, playing all sorts of games. What kind of games? That's an excellent question. They played Dragon Tag. They played Dodge Dragon. What's Dodge Dragon? It's where one dragon breathes flames at a bunch of other dragons, and they have to all try to dodge. And you know, even if they get hit by flames, it doesn't hurt them, because dragons have such thick scales that fire doesn't really hurt them. So it's just a game. And some of them were playing chess, because even dragons love chess. When I landed, I saw two dragons that were catching butterflies with very large nets. She said, I had dodged some of those butterflies on my way in. The butterflies in Dragonland are much bigger than the butterflies we have here. I passed a few of them that were as big as my surfboard. I came down to land. I saw those two dragons running past and thought they looked like they were having fun. 
Now I speak just a little bit of Draconic, which is the language of dragons, and so I asked them what their names were and introduced myself. They told me their names were Ted and Lynn, and Lynn. 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 Yes, that was, that was her name, Ted and Lynn. Um, and they said that they were catching butterflies. They said that they were here with their mommy, which sort of surprised me because it's sort of hard to tell with dragons. Both of them were much larger than I am, but as it turns out, they were only young dragons. And just then their mommy approached. She was a very large purple and blue dragon, and she introduced herself as Priscilla. I introduced who I was, and it was a little hard to make myself understood because I didn't speak very good draconic at that point. And I told them about how I was here to study the ways of dragons and learn better draconic. Priscilla was so nice, she invited me to come and stay in their cave until I had found a home for myself. So we were started back to their cave with Ted and Lynn taking their butterfly nets and a large glass jar that was as tall as I was, full of butterflies that they had captured and were going to let go later. Well, we were approaching their cave, which was really a very lovely affair. Very large with private side caves, and it was dry and cozy. But as we were approaching the cave, Priscilla stopped and said, Oh, dear. And Ted and Lynn stopped behind her. They sort of bumped into her, and they said, What is it, Mom? She pointed to the entrance of the cave. There, in front of the cave, there was a very large three-headed pig. And it looked like it was not going to let them in. Pigs can be very territorial that way, and this one had long tusks. Well, a dragon could obviously hunt a pig and could, could get rid of it. But the problem is that the three-headed pigs have become so rare in the dragon lands that they're protected, so no one hurts them. Despite the fact that you're not supposed to hurt them, they tried to hurt you, so the dragons didn't know what to do. And that, said Auburn, is when I decided that I needed to earn my keep. She stopped and took another sip of her tea. She said, the next thing I did was... No. The next thing I did was reach into my bag. No, she And did. I walked... Pigs don't drink tea. Oh, no, 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 you're right. Pigs don't drink tea. Auburn drank the tea. So Auburn reached into her bag, and she said, I'll get rid of the pig for you. And she got out a long stick with a string on the end, and she, she said, well, this won't do. So she reached into her bag again and got out two more strings until she tied them on the end of the stick. And then she reached into her bag again, and she had to reach way down, and she pulled out a shiny red apple, and then another shiny red apple, and lastly one more shiny red apple. She tied them all onto the three strings, and then she held the stick out as far as she could and said, Yeah, piggy, 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 sue, piggy, piggy, piggy. And the pig's head went. It was sniffing the air. Auburn smiled. He could smell my apples, and he wanted them. And so he took several steps towards me, and that's when I turned, and I hopped on my surfboard, and I began to lie off slowly. Well, that pig, seeing those apples leave, he just began to chase me, and so I got faster on my surfboard. And he chased me faster until we were soon all the way on the other side of the caves. 
very far away from Priscilla's cave. And then I dropped the apples, one for each head, and the pig stopped and ate them. And while he was busy eating, I flew back to the cave, and we were all safely inside. Priscilla made dinner, and it was a wonderfully delicious dinner of a pasta that had a cheese sauce on it. Was it wintertime, summertime, or you know, when Nella asked the same question, and Auburn smiled, she said, I got there in spring, so it was it was late spring. Then there wouldn't, oh, of course, there wouldn't be butterflies in winter. That's true. And so she made a delicious dinner, and I had a wonderful meal, and went to sleep. And that is the story of my very first night. I will tell you the story of what happened on my second day, which was my really my very first adventure. I will tell you that story tomorrow night. Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. I created today's story, but questions and clever commentary were supplied by my children. The intro and outro music is by Brandon Thompson. If you enjoy the show, please tell someone about it or leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Our email is storiesforwonderfulchildren at gmail.com, and you can also find us on Facebook or Twitter. I'm Dan Wendelin, reminding you to tell someone you love a story. Bye.